Yo, what is up, Five Nine Gamers? Welcome back. It is a uh, different day today, Sunday instead of Saturday, because uh, you know something kind of special is going on at the moment. So we are here for the latest episode of the Dokkan Battle Podcast, episode sixty-seven, the big anniversary special. The episode is titled "The New Era Begins" because if you've uh, if you've seen what these new units do. I would say that's a pretty uh, appropriate title. So I am your host, the Master Ningen, and as always, I am joined by a bunch of special guests from Five Nine Gaming. First up, we have the homie Goresh. Hello, everybody. Going to be a good one today. Oh yes. Next up, we have Ice Cold Joker. How's it going, my dude? Good morning. I'm sleepy because I spent literally all night trying to farm my JP account. <laughs> I think a lot of people are probably in the same boat. Uh, we also have another global main here, I think for his first time on the podcast, Joe Wags. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Very happy to be here. Okay. And then, of course, we also have the big boss man himself, Nolar, is here. What's going on, everyone? Uh, very little sleep. Farming, <laughs> farming, farming. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure you guys have been... Uh... Busy doing a lot of things while we've been over here. Not being jealous at all. The uh, the global mains. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I've... look, you got you got the release of the androids coming, right? Just the super yeah, attack, well, I... all that info. Actually, yeah. Should we should we start yeah, off yeah. by talking about the global stuff, right? That seems like it's probably the most pertinent. It won't take long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, so of course. Be right back. I'll be back in like thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, of course. The uh, the big news is the anniversary. The whole reason that the podcast is today instead of yesterday is so that we have the release of all the new units in the game and. Uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, I've been fairly busy today. Haven't actually gotten to see the showcases, but even from just reading the info, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. So um, let's we'll start off with you, Nola, obviously as the the big JP whale of, from the episode. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to say are oh, the banners a must summon because I feel like it's pretty obvious. But yeah, you you tell us about the uh, give us your impression of whichever one of the two units you'd like to start with. Um. Well. Basically, uh, they're both the same pre-transformed or pre-active skill, however you want to call it. Uh -huh. um, they're pretty much the same unit through and through, if I remember. Uh, it's the only difference is when they are transformed to Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, and then, of course, the blue, uh, blue Boys from the movie. Uh, the only difference there, though, I think, is Blue Boys get the dodge, medium chance to dodge, while Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta gets damage reduction um, and all that stuff. So they're, they're stacking attack and defense in their pre-transformed duo state, yeah. uh, which is insane. Um, <laughs> and of course, the best part is their active skill goes four turns in. So that's it. You could, that's it. And, yeah. and the fact that they have, uh, what is it, uh, guard on turn one? <laughs> like this? Yeah. I, it's pretty, <laughs> I don't it's know pretty good, else right? to describe these guys. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's not, they're not going to age out in the sense of, uh, like the year five fusions where yeah, you, they're a liability on super battle road here. It doesn't matter. They'll be good on super battle road. And if you manage to get to turn four, it's like an, I win button. Like, you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. it's insane. These guys are crazy. I, I didn't even talk about the leader skill because technically yeah. the leader skill is your standard three keys, 170, but they added an additional part, which I guess is one of the new, um, like power creep mechanics we're going to see uh -huh. is just having uh, team building options built around the main leader skill and a secondary portion to really give you a boost. And I, I, it's insane because essentially if you get every, if you fulfill all the conditions, you're essentially getting 400 key, uh, 400 HP attack and defense and six key. Right. So <laughs> it's, I, 
I'm like speechless at how crazy it is. Uh, huge <laughs> jump in power creep. That is for sure. Yep. Uh, Goresh, what are your thoughts on this new, uh, this new format for the leader skill? Yeah, so the leader skill specifically, I think they did it. Uh, they did a good job with this, just because it's not like they just straight up made the leader skill two hundred percent, right? Uh -huh. They gave you the typical one seventy across the board, and then to get the extra bonus, you got to really focus on units that are on a specific, like you know, secondary category to the first two on the uh, leader skill. Um, but yeah, this does drastically increase the power creep. And I mean, for this one specifically, it's not really terribly too difficult to get that extra bonus. It's kamehameha, which is a pretty damn massive category. So as long <laughs> as you're on there and then either one of the two categories that are on the main portion of the leader skill, you're going to get that boost. So, I mean, we're going to be looking at these units um, and their teams and whichever units fall under both of those categories are going to get a massive buff from mm -hmm. this update because you take a look at these units. Like, again, we mentioned STR Vegeta last night just keeps getting buffs and buffs and buffs. He falls under this, uh, you know, the the leader skill where you can get the boost. Mm -hmm. So now SDR Vegito is under a 400% boost from the leader <laughs> skill now as opposed to what was it before? 340%? So he's getting extra 60% to his attack and defense. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to change the game. Yeah, that is uh, it's pretty crazy. And of course, the categories themselves are... Uh... No slouch. Obviously, Goku and Vegeta, the god versions, got movie heroes, which I think most people were kind of hoping for. And uh, then we have the uh, Super Saiyan 4s have Fused Fighters, which is uh, and their new one, and GT Heroes. So Fused Fighters, and we are talking about it briefly before we started, uh, Joe. So we finally have the fusion category that people wanted from the day one. So what are your thoughts on the Fused Fighters category? Yeah, I'm very excited for this. I think it's a great category, and it's basically the category from Legends, except I think it omits Omega Shenron from that, but it's got like yeah. Super 17, Super, you know, Android 13, all those units on there, so I think it's good. Um, Something we were talking about beforehand, though, technically, like, you can't go into Fusion Super Battle Road because technically they're different categories, but, like, uh -huh. that's so easy these days, you're not going to have to worry about it. But I think it's it's great that they... I think it shows Dokkan is listening to us as content creators because we've been complaining about some of these things for such a long time, and I think they finally said, like, like yes, let's make this category that everyone wants, so I'm glad to have it. Yeah, because I think Time Limit kind of came close, but all of the... uh Dragon Ball Z Patara characters were not on there because obviously in the Z canon, the Patara was permanent. But yeah, this is now literally every fusion dance and every Patara fusion, as well as the couple of extra ones, like you said, like the Super 17. And of course, units like uh, Goten and Trunks and the new units themselves that fuse uh, in their super attack because obviously the tech uh, god, god boys or whatever we're going to be calling them are on there, even though they only fuse in their active skill. Which I called, by the way, which is uh, it's pretty great. And their leader skill is beyond Super Saiyan. So yeah, um, this one, <laughs> this one is even like more egregious, I think, than the other one. Isn't this one? It's so every, it's every Super Saiyan above form Super above Saiyan Super one. Saiyan. Yeah. So two, three, four, God, Blue, uh, Rose, Rose is in here as well. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I just counted there are 22 LRs on that category alone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, oh, think yeah. About, think about Vegeta. the. Oh, wow. Yeah. Think about Broly's the fact that think about the fact that it's the, the the leader skill for the god Goku and Vegeta is this and movie hero. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then they Might both have well every unit in the game category at this point. I, I, I honestly don't even think I don't think any leader skill stands up to this one. This is like insane. Mm. 
Yeah, there's almost no, uh, aside from obviously some of the non-Saiyan characters, this is, includes so many of the characters in the game. It's actually crazy. And of course, they yeah, both have come UI, out of hell. But that's about it. Oh, yeah, true. That's... Um, actually, yeah, that's an interesting one because it's obviously not a... Uh, not a Super Saiyan Even though form, the power is beyond Super Saiyan, I guess. Yeah, it's not a form. But still, that yeah, this category is uh, huge. So uh, the leader skills are pretty good. So in terms of summons... Uh, for the JP guys, how did you get on with the summons that you've done so far? Nellar, you want to go first? <laughs> uh, yeah, rainbowed both in forty six hundred stones. Oh, um, what total? For which both. isn't bad. Yeah, for oh, both, wow. it's not too bad at all. Uh, I think I've got three <laughs> dupes in Broly, two in Sin, um, and I'm not going to go back in uh, for those guys. I'll pick them up at some point. Right now, Sin's kind of floating, kind of dead in a way because yeah. Uh, yeah. He needs a GT boss's like Dokkan Fest lead before he be we truly see his power. Yeah. I mean, we should talk about the the side units because oh, he will like <laughs> uh, Sin is insane, dude. But yeah, so summons from my end, um, yeah, pretty happy how they went. Um, obviously, I I kept pulling what was it, Buhan and of course uh, Tech Vegito, <laughs> um, on that one banner, and then on the other banner, I kept pulling Super Saiyan Four Goku. Yeah, <laughs> but overall, uh, it was it went pretty well. And these are banners like you can make an argument for either one, which is like the better banner. Because I think on um, the, uh, the God Bros, I don't know how whatever we're gonna call them, um, they've got Namek, Goku, and Frieza on that banner. It's mm. like together. Um, and but on the other banner, we've got the GT heroes, Dokkan Fest units of GT Goku and GT Vegeta, who have a massive boost in uh, value now because of what they can do for Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, right? Feed him rainbow orbs, give more pass for him. So I, yeah, there's no bad banner really um, that you can argue about either way. Yeah, so summons, who else was, uh, who else summoned on JP? How did you get on? Did you manage to get both? Uh, I only did one summon session so far, like 650 stones just on the Super Saiyan 4s because they are my favorite form. And I I pulled one copy in 650, which isn't bad at all. And I got three Evo Vegetas, two Super Saiyan 4 Vegetas, one Namek Goku, two GT Goku, two GT Vegeta, um, and then someone else. I guess I got like 12 featured units and 650 stones. It's crazy. Like the fact that there are more LRs on the banner than TURs is mind blowing. <laughs> There's seven LRs per banner. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Out of 10 wow. featured units. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it's like is... the Vegito blue animation is no longer special at this point. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm getting an LR. Which one is it? Can I use him? Oh, no, it's another Evo. Great. Man. <laughs> yeah, I got the one in seven chance, right? That's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but I'm going to go back in once I farm up the rest of these stones that I have just sitting on my JP count, and then I'll go back in for the God boys. Uh, overall, I'd say I'm pretty lucky. I mean, one copy in 650 is nothing to complain about. That's not too bad. Not too bad. So we talked, we mentioned sin very briefly. Um, obviously GT bosses is a team that still needs a bit of work. We're still waiting, of course, for a release of a newer, more powerful potentially an lr omega and then obviously this guy will have a really good relevant partner but in terms of his actual kit um goresh what are your thoughts about this in general <laughs> yeah this guy is like <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I haven't seen him used yet, but just going off of what he's actually doing in his passive, he's a <laughs> rainbow orb changer. Like he's do like I, I imagine his attack and defense once he's super attack, assuming you get his full passive, is probably he's probably shooting around like five million plus attack stats, and he's probably at like a three hundred K plus defensive stat just as a banner unit. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly, his defense is probably even higher than that because he has big bad bosses. He has shocking speed. He has GT. <laughs> Remember, and Shadow Dragon. Remember, all these links are giving defense. Yep. Um, and then assuming you're on a rotation, again, I think the main uh, time you're going to see this guy like be an absolute animal is when we get like a like a dominant main rotation LR Omega Shenron who's like a GT bosses like main leader. Uh, then you put the, the number one unit you put on this team first is the Sin Shenron as like a partner for that unit. They're going to be sharing like six out of seven links at least, and you just win the game. Like there's literally nothing that the enemy can do. <laughs> Sin <yeah>. Shenron <laughs> is because remember, he also has a high chance of doing an additional super, plus he's stacking attack and defense for one turn on a super attack yep. effect. I could easily see this guy hitting like five, six, seven million attack stats um, and being at like 500k plus defense with that perfect rotation like that yeah. this guy's gonna be ridiculous plus you have like the lr shadow dragons floating like it, it's dumb yeah because if you get so if you get all the orbs it's something like 320 percent attack and defense and he has big bad bosses and he raises attack and defense on his super attack effect so yeah that's pretty crazy um so no lie you said you pulled a couple of copies of broly uh what are your thoughts about the str broly I, uh, so I actually haven't used him yet. I'm literally awakening him right now, like mm -hmm. farming the metals. Uh, but based on his kit, he seems like he's pretty good. But the 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 one part that makes him eh, or there's a couple parts. The main part that I make him a little eh is just the the categories. There's only three categories, right? Uh -huh. Movie bosses, pure saints, and gifted warriors. I mean, yeah, that's fine. He's got a good link set, right? So saint warrior race, prodigies, uh, shocking speed, prepare for battle, pierce battle. The one that, I mean, every Broly needs to get Berserker, but do they always need to get Berserker? I guess that's a question. <laughs> um, a but then the, the last that's part is uh, delivers. <laughs> yeah, you get that off all the time, don't mm. you? All the time. <laughs> um, but the one thing that makes him a little iffy is just they put a lot of value on healing. Um, the devs seem to put a lot of value on healing. Like you look at uh, mm. the tech boo, super boo, um, the one that got his EZA. He's like, yo, we'll not raise any attack at all because he heals so much. So here, if you deliver the final blow, you're healing for 26% at the end of the turn. If they did give him something else than that, I think he'd be a lot closer to Sin. I think he's like behind Sin by a good mile. But other than that, it seems pretty good. But I, again, I haven't had my hand to actually test him out because I'm literally getting the medals now to wait. Yeah. My yeah. main issue with Broly, you want to know what it is? It's the fact that he needs six orbs to and perform the mission of Super Tech. Yeah, and yeah. whereas with Sin, Sin, it's fine that Sin has that sort of restriction for his passive because he creates rainbow orbs. Yep. Broly doesn't do that. So he's he kind of has the STR Kefla mechanic where he, he's like relying on his teammates to do this. Mm. But like, are you going to give no Broly... Yeah, are you going to give Broly the six key spheres or are you going to give like the big LR in your team the six key spheres, right? That's the, that's what the, <laughs> the yeah. choice comes down to. <laughs> I mean, Broly's really good. I'm not saying he's bad, but in terms of consistency, I definitely don't see him being as consistent as someone like Sin Shenron is. But I will say when you actually compare the two units and, and, and look at which is more usable, even though Broly only is on three categories, the three categories that he's on are actually pretty good. Movie bosses, Pierce Saiyans, and Gifted Warriors. 
like movie bosses, you put them next to Aunt Broly. I think they're sharing six links with each other. Yep. So yeah. Aunt Broly gets a really solid partner, and this Broly's going to look pretty good. But with Sin Shenron, he's on Shadow Dragon Saga, GT Bosses, and Inhuman Deeds. Inhuman <laughs> Deeds doesn't have a leader. GT Still. Bosses doesn't have a leader. Shadow Dragon Saga is a team that's based around Super Saiyan 4s. So you actually cannot run Sin Shenron on a solid, cohesive team right now, which is why I'm saying... This guy's sort of like in limbo until we get that GT bosses lead. But once we do get that GT bosses lead, this is the number one unit you put on there. But for Broly, I feel like he can slide into a decent setup for like movie bosses right now. So yeah, I'm really. So interested. I want to pose a question to you guys real fast though. Are yep. you disappointed that they're not support units like the past previous couple banner units have been? No, no, I think it's fine. I mean, you can't just make every banner unit a support unit. Yeah, right? I feel like that's that, that's kind of what the pattern was for a while. Like every single one was a support unit. I think it's fine. You know, once in a while we get these units that aren't support units if they're good. Um, and it's like you know, Sen Shenron. I wouldn't really classify him as a support unit, but he's you know he's he's rainbow orb changing. So I guess uh, you could sort of be there. Yeah, yeah, utility. Yeah, Broly is a different story. Broly is literally just like a main. Like you want to put him on main rotation, um, but. I, Again, I haven't seen gameplay of him, but the six orbs requirement just—I've never liked that. Yeah, yeah. At least, like you said, at least at least Int Broly has a good link partner on the movie bosses team now, so that is—it's uh, <laughs> pretty exciting. But yeah, so of course the banners super good. Uh, the units are actually ridiculous. Um, the animations are next level as well. I'm sure everybody's uh, spent some time at some point today gushing over how crazy good they are. Um, well, I mean, um, <laughs> just out of curiosity, as a poll, uh, what are your favorite animations? I've always wanted to see. For me, I, I've always wanted to see the um, the thing that Goku, because it's from Goku's fight with Ice Shenron, where he does the yeah the dragon, yeah, fist. The dragon fist like around the buildings and everything. Like obviously, they combined it into a com like a two person attack thing, but. Yeah, that looks amazing. And uh, yeah. Gogeta's active skill as well, where it has the flash of like Goku and Vegeta coming together. Like That is oh. actually ridiculous. So I think the, the Super Saiyan 4 unit probably takes it for me with two of the better animations. Gresh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, the Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta stuff alone, I think it just <laughs> makes them win with the animations. <laughs> uh, the, the Dragon Fist is cool. Um, but the, the Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta like active skill like that is pinnacle animation i think yeah so good ultra big bang kamehameha because because the thing with gogeta is gogeta does like three attacks in his fight with omega like it's very little screen time in the actual mm. series so now we're getting to the point where these these guys have to like actually like innovate and figure out how to create their own animations so they sort of combined a lot of the fighters animations they actually took a lot of the legends animations too if you guys didn't notice that mm, um yeah. And so they sort of like combine all these things together and also some of their original stuff. So I think, you know, we've seen in the past that some of the original animations for Dokkan maybe wasn't so great, but this one looks good. So sometimes they do a really good job. And this is one of those times. So does, is, does anyone have the, the gods as their favorites animation wise? No, well, I I've been waiting for right. LR Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta for <laughs> seven years now. Uh, the, the Super right, Saiyan Blue Goku and Vegeta 18 key super attack looks ridiculous, too. Yep. Yeah, yeah both the animations are good, for sure. Just yeah, personally. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, I'm uh, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta wins it hands down. But the one thing I will say is uh, 
the the gods animation what makes them look good is they have a very good mix of cg and hand-drawn animations yep. compared to like the broly movie which didn't have that good mix to it you know what i mean mm-hmm. um it wasn't awful but it wasn't great but here it looks fantastic the way yep. they merged and blend the two kind of uh, styles together so that's really cool but obviously alone if it was not with super saiyan for Gogeta, i think that would take the cake hands down but yeah that active skill with, you know, uh, Goku and Vegeta merging together, like, looks fantastic. Yeah, because the 18 key, like you said, it has that CG element that is in the movie. Um, but, like, the active skill animation, I, it, it's just literally like a, it's the clip from the movie. It's ridiculous how much it just looks exactly like it. So <laughs> it's wild. And, yeah, the... Uh, 18 key is basically the same so yeah absolutely crazy uh two best units in the game of course i guess now not only with what they do but with their animations and everything so uh yeah i um i said i said uh about this earlier in a video that i made but I, I we joked about it on here before we've like kind of joked about it on twitter and stuff before but like i don't i don't even consider it a joke anymore now saying that like dokon will probably get to its 10th anniversary at this point like the uh, oh, easily the sheer amount of hype like dogon was trending all day yesterday on twitter um and then of course one of the things we have on the topic list here is we hit the jp hit top grossing in how long was it like a couple of hours or something i think it was so, a couple of hours yeah and then what the great thing about the anniversary when that happens and i think i believe it does happen on global as well is it's like when i woke up over here not only had the banners already come out uh i think the top grossing rewards had already been given out as well they just bang them out straight away so yeah what a what a wonderfully hyped time to be on jp and uh yeah and the thing with the top grossing <laughs> stuff is it's that's just the that's just the app store uh because yeah. the google yep. play the google play uh, rankings don't even get updated for like a while mm-hmm. so for all we know they could have already hit number one on google play as well it's just a matter of time before it gets updated yep so yeah because the anniversary generally hits there's what like three or four usually throughout the course of the entire anniversary and then there's usually a, like another thank you bonus thing at the end. So obviously the anniversary is always one of the most generous times. Lots of stuff. I mean, I recaptured my JP account just to see. I think the last time I did was literally the last anniversary. And even with just all the free stones they'd given out, I had enough to do a full rotation on one of the banners. So very, very yeah, We're still getting the time. 77 from the live stream tomorrow too. Oh, see, there you go. I'm, I'm very excited for, uh, you know... <laughs> to see this all on in five months time but um so (laughs) not just uh i just have to live vicariously through you guys for now but um so obviously we not only got the new units uh yesterday we did have a couple of new things uh come out before the banners Uh, obviously we had the stone version of the 77 well it's this the 77 unit banner because it's not going to be 77 tickets um what are your thoughts on that banner um, in terms of people summoning on it or not? I feel like there's only really one like, correct answer for this, but Nola, what would you advise people? I mean, what is it? 300 stones for three guaranteed LRs? Yep. Um, yeah, go in. <laughs> like, I don't think there's any other question to say about it. Uh, I think the they segmented the LRs, though, into like groups. So just by eras, I think it was... I, I could be wrong here, but I think it's like the first LR, which was Int LR Gohan, all the way to Super Saiyan 3 Goku. That's like one pool. Like one gar- one set is guaranteed in, from that pool. 
another set from a second pool and a third pool. So, I mean, you're guaranteed to get uh, a variety of LRs, some who have easy aid, some who are going to get easy A's. So, but if you just look at the, the value proposition of three guaranteed LRs and 300 stones, that's one per 100 stones. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. uh, you know, if your box is not very well developed or you're a newer player, you're not a big spender, that's a very easy decision to make. Although, you know, the hype gets to you, so maybe you want to wait till uh, after you blow all your stones on <laughs> yeah. the Confess exclusive banners, right? I mean, I, that, I wouldn't blame you there, right? So yep. there's, there's a lot of things to consider, but obviously we have the tickets that, that'll take the whole anniversary for you to pull on those, so yep. there, that's an, an other option as well. But overall, I mean, if you have stones burning a hole in your pocket and you could use some of that stuff, that seems like, yes, go for it. Did any of else? Did anyone here actually summon on it? Did you get a good multi, or are you guys waiting to see? I'm waiting because I I do agree that everyone should summon because you know getting guaranteed LRs that are yellow coin LRs is much better than trying to go in on their twelve featured unit banners where eleven out of the twelve units are absolute dog crap. Yep. <laughs> so everyone should summon on this banner. However, I think that it's. You know, now that we see what the blue boy with the God boys and the GT guys do, I think it's a safe bet to summon on them first and get that out of the way because they are obviously much better than probably most of the LRs on that giant banner. And they'll bring a whole lot more value to your box than the LRs. I mean, Hidden God Goku is the newest unit in there and they're on four categories. And the Super Saiyan 4s are on 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 categories. So I would just caution people to do your summons for the new Dokkan Fests first uh-huh. and then do the 300. Yeah. I feel, I feel like the smartest way to go is, uh, I, like, in, in the grand scheme of things, I would agree that it probably is a must summon based on the value you get out of it. But... The other thing you guys need to be aware of, of course, if you are considering it, is the banner is up until the end of the anniversary. And obviously yep, we get more events, we get easy A's and stuff in part two and three. So I think it's definitely uh, something to keep in the back of your mind. But yeah, I would definitely summon for the new units first because you don't want to be you don't want to be that guy that does the 300 stone summon on the first day and then you use all of the rest of your stones throughout the anniversary and you don't get the new units. So. Obviously, uh, nothing is guaranteed on those banners, but with how crazy the units are, not just the new ones, but the banners themselves, definitely uh, something you want to concentrate on doing first. So the other big thing, of course, we got the new difficult event. I guess uh, I've seen some videos on it that made it look not quite so much, but I guess it depends on your team building. So we got the ultimate red zone event. So, uh, Goresh, what are your thoughts on this new event and how it's laid out? Yeah, so it's uh, two, I guess it's two separate categories, right? We have the the, the movies one. The Technically, it's movie bosses, but I think it's just uh-huh. called movies. Then we have the uh, GT bosses one, right? Yeah. Um, and I think each one is seven stages. But, um, I mean, whenever they try and do difficult content stuff, I'm a big fan. Um, I, again, I haven't played it myself, so I can't really comment, but uh, in terms of the setup, I think it's fine. I mean, again, they're trying different things, so, um, you know, hopefully they continue adding to this as well as collection of epic battles, as well as for battle road, as well as like the long events. So 
Yeah, uh, there's a lot of different categories of difficult content they can add to now. I mean, Infinite Dragon Ball history is still there too, so I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, so who's uh, out of the, uh, the those of you that have played it, uh, do you think one is harder than the other? Do you think How hard do you think it is compared to the other events that we already have? Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? I'm currently uh, running the movie bosses one against Slug, and I talking before the podcast started. Um, Slug is definitely much harder than Turles. I beat Turles first try, no item, with the uh, Super Saiyan 4 team with uh, Tech Gogeta, STR Vegito, and then GT Goku Vegeta. Right. And that was that was a cakewalk. And then Super <laughs> yep. Saiyan 4 Gogeta at the end. But So, is the, how's the event structured? Is each fight a separate fight, or is it phases? It's, it's phases. phases. Okay, so it, okay. it's so two it's, stages, no and you okay. fight yeah one map, yep. just straight line. You cool. just have the seven fights in that one section, kind of like the Dragon Ball History event. Um, but Slug, I have died against three times now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, slug is uh no joke. That is for sure. <laughs> yeah, physical slug just keeps supering my in Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta and he refuses to counter and then I take like 500k damage. <laughs> yeah, you you do not want to be looking at um uh what's it called? Uh type disadvantage. You don't want to be taking type disadvantage against him like both on his physical stage and his SGR stage. It's bad. It's bad all <laughs> yeah. over. Um, even if you have units that are like triple supering that stacks, it does nothing against the damage he does. Like 400, 500k is easily what he can do to you. I still haven't beaten, um, a slug, but then again, I've only tried it like the one night that it came out like a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, it's, it's something a little different. I mean, cause they, I did read this on the gotcha gaming subreddit where people were complaining that there's just no innovation. But to be fair, this game's seven years in its life cycle. You can only pop bubbles and like do damage reduction and whatever so many times before they just have to crank the numbers up, right? Uh -huh. I mean, that's what we we've given them a little little crap about that before because ESBR is just they crank the numbers up. Nothing's changed from that, right? Uh -huh. Um, so I can understand people's frustration that like, oh my gosh, you know, there's no, like if you get super in the wrong spot, I'm like, well, that's kind of just RNG, right? That's kind of how the game operates. That's just how we are. Uh, where we are right now until they come up with another mode not chain battle but something <laughs> innovative in that in that regard where they're just it's not just you know going down a map and then popping your bubbles right like until yep. they do something different this is what we've got so uh again i applaud the effort may not hit the mark for most people or some people but um it's something different right so and i'm all for trying something different in a game that is now seven years old yeah, yeah to be fair i think the when you talk about like innovation and stuff in this game they are innovating but they're not innovating with events they're innovating with the new units because looking at like i was just taking a look at like how long my translations were for these units last night and <laughs> each both of the two new units took up a full two pages of microsoft word and 12 point font to, to type everything out for them <laughs> and if you compare that to where we were during like the even like the four year anniversary, even the like you know three years ago, like the amount of just complexity in these units has like quadrupled almost. So I think when you talk about innovation, more so than them innovating in the actual events, they're m much more so innovating in the actual characters, which is good. But I do I, I agree that they probably should also innovate in the events too. Yeah, because starting against slug again. <laughs> my physical super saiyan 4s had 300k defense he took a super attack from type neutral slug 450k Oof. wow see so now i'm out of attempts so 
if you didn't know, there's also a, an attempt limit on this yeah, day as well. Yeah, so just like the God event. So it's kind of like a cross between the God event and then one of the longer events, isn't it? Because it's got the multiple phases, but then it has that really high difficulty. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see yeah, what the later stages are and if they do get progressively more difficult. But yeah, I would imagine with the um, the new teams, if you're using the new units, then uh, it's going to be pretty insane. So. Well, that's the thing with power creep, right? There's no point in having new powerful units if the con there isn't content to match it. So they've yep. got to have it really hard like this, right? To make you want to summon for the new units. Otherwise, there's just no point. Yeah, it makes me... Uh, yep, he's right. Does Yeah, it makes me wonder what the next... like Because obviously these came out kind of at the same time. I mean, technically the event came out the day before, but obviously probably was designed with them in mind. But it'll be interesting to see what the next thing that comes out. Like, obviously we got the... Uh, the GT Goku event, then we got the Vegeta event. The next time they do the next one like that, which I would guess maybe will be some, maybe Freezer, maybe Cell, I don't know. Be interesting to see just how difficult that's going to be to then keep up with uh, these units. Because like we were saying with the leader skill update, is any of the units that are on those teams that are getting the full buff by being Kamehameha category as well, are uh, they all of those units are now even more powerful when you use them on that team? So, really interesting to see how the difficulty of the events goes up to uh, to match it. So, Sounds of course, like you guys want another chain battle, no. <laughs> or not chain battle, a uh, punching bag event. That's oh, what you guys God. want. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was uh, the la I think that was the last event that I completed on my uh, account. Obviously, other than whenever something new comes out, because uh, it literally took me rainbowing the physical GT Goku to uh, be able to get it done. And the first day, the day I rainbowed him, both of my attempts, he was in slot seven. So I had to do it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the limited attempt events is kind of annoying. It's probably, I know it put a lot of people off with the God event. Uh, it might do the same with this, but it is kind of interesting. Um, I wonder if that's something that they will ever change in the future, because obviously we're a year removed now from its release, and the God event still has that, so who knows. But obviously not only did we get the new event, we also got a bunch of extra missions for the GT Goku event and the Legendary Vegeta event. So the GT Goku event got the Artificial Lifeforms team and Target Goku team missions, and Legendary Vegeta event got Namek Saga and uh, Master and Student Bond. So... Have you guys done any of these yet? How difficult do you think these would be or how difficult were they for you? Um, you guys tried these yet? I have not. I've still yeah, been I, awake in all these units. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. Um, the one that I would imagine would be difficult, not because they're bad units. It's just Target Goku. Where am I going to find a friend? <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, I think artificial life form shouldn't be too bad, but uh, yeah, Target Goku might be the problem with like... I'm going to have to ask people to set them as the lead if I'm going to get that one done. Um, and then Legendary Vegeta event, Planet Namath Saga, I mean, full <laughs> power Frieza win, you know? Mm, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. So I, I don't think the these are going to be too too rough, but since they are trying to promote, you know, diversity in the team builds, it would be great if the friend system could, uh, you know, show that as well. But uh, here You're we are still. Much. Yeah, much. I'm asking for too much. Yeah, so obviously there's a lot of stuff out. Uh, it's the first day. Um, so yeah, just like most of the guys on the panel, I'm sure a lot of you have been spending most of your time, uh, if you did pull the new units, obviously farming up all the medals, taking them into these events. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun over the next few days, uh, getting to try that out with different teams, testing out all these units on 
the teams that are getting that full 200% buff. Uh, lots of crazy stuff to be uh, getting on with, and we're only at the beginning of part one. So definitely yeah. very, very exciting times for... Uh, the one thing... The one thing I do want to also add is, is it, I believe this is the first time we've seen, is, is it, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but a unit that has two active skills? Um, I don't you know that, that I've you, ever seen that before. I think yeah, so, you yeah, have the, two remember, different ones. You have, you have the active skills to go into the transformation slash fusion, and then you have the active skill for the super tech after that. Yeah. So this is actually a really good uh, precedent for the future because now... We don't have to rely on like a quote unquote traditional transformation mechanic for a unit to transform and then have another active skill after that to like do an attack. We can just make them both active skills. This yep. this update completely like makes irrelevant the traditional transformation mechanic. There is actually no reason for a unit to ever have that again. Uh -huh. Um because you should just always be given the choice now to do that, right? Yep. No more, yep. no more turn yep. transforming and not being a support unit. Exactly. And honestly, I, I, I would not be surprised if they literally just turned him into an active skill transformation unit when they give him an easy A. Like, I don't see any reason why they can't do that. Yeah, I'm really interested um, to see if they are going to do that at any point in the future with these units that have transformations because obviously they haven't done it yet, but that doesn't mean they can't. So, yeah. I mean, and then. Okay. Well, I was going to say, if, you, if they're going to do that for Turles, I mean, they could do that for the fifth-year uh, anniversary units, right? That's their, their problem, is they do the same thing. They stack before they transform, but you only got five turns before they transform, right? So you can yeah. only stack for a couple of times. But these guys, the Super Saiyan 4s and the uh, God Bros, whatever we want to call them, uh, they stack infinitely until you want to transform them with an active skill. So, like, if they can do that with an EZA when the fifth-year anniversary is getting an EZA, that would be good, too, because uh, maybe I want to keep them in base form for like the next 10 turns to stack <laughs> yeah you know and then the, and then the other thing i wanted to also bring up was now that we have these introduction animations mm. how often are we going to see these because is this going to be something that we see on like every dokkan fest unit moving forward or is this going to be like a very rare thing to see i'm not sure yeah because it's obviously is hype for big ticket lrs um but yeah it'd be interesting to see if they give them to dokkan fests as well i did see someone i think it was someone in the chat said they're they're a pain when it comes to link leveling though because you, they play yeah, you, can't you, you can turn it off you, you can yeah. skip oh, you can. that yeah you can you can skip yeah. that yep oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think it did say when the uh data came out that we uh that it was skippable so yeah that's definitely yeah, at least they, that's that. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy that you can skip that because in dragon ball legends you can't skip those so yeah. <laughs> oh i see they I added mean, just another tier on the options menu for that ah nice yeah. Yeah, because something I like mean, Super just Battle to... Road, where you've got multiple different fights, it's the it's why oh, a lot yeah. of people were happy painful. for them to add skipping active skills. Because especially teams like Hybrid Sayers, like you were gonna you were pro you were gonna transform Gohan every single fight, and you don't potentially want to have to watch it the whole thing four times. So <laughs> yeah, those being skippable is definitely cool. But there's so many so, so things guys... they could do with those now. Yeah, I'm just gonna to, for the guys in the chat that don't know how to skip them. If you go to the options where you see the active skill skip option, it's the one right below that. There you go. Yep. In the in the settings, uh, yeah. Because whether they um, keep them for LRs or they do do them for future TURs, it means they can do all sorts of stuff. Because even if we have characters like a fusion, their introduction animation can be them fusing. So there's all sorts of crazy stuff that they can do for that. So very interested to see. Well, yeah, well, that's, well that's sort of like like how we used to have the uh, turn one transforming unit. Yes, like that's literally what this could be, right? Yeah, they don't need to do that anymore either. Then I guess, yeah. It's... Wow. So yeah, really shaking things up. Um, I guess this is all part of the plan for. Well, it started last year. The, the, last year, this year, 
the ongoing future, you know, version Z still in the rollout. All this stuff is technically included in that roadmap. So yeah, things are definitely looking very good for uh just want to add one moment. last thing for the intro animations because uh, uh -huh. we mentioned uh Gresh mentioned legends like do you think this is like kind of a prelude to the next rarity coming up uh i think if they were going to do another rarity then they wouldn't put the intro animations on this one i think they would have saved it yeah that would be a good debut thing to have i guess for a new rarity but well, yeah, so uh, yeah. crazy stuff going on. and uh, But, of course, we're not done. Now that we're, uh, now that we're done with that appetizer, let's get on yeah, to the main, the main course, the the which is global, <laughs> is getting the Tech Androids Dokon Fest uh, in about 34 hours or something like that from now. So, Goresh, as my fellow global main, we're you know, pretending that none of the JP stuff is going on. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the Androids? Obviously, I know, like all jokes aside, the hype right now is JP. But a lot of people love the Androids. Uh, what are your thoughts on them coming to Global? Are you excited to summon for them for your account? What Androids? <laughs> no, not yet. I'm just kidding aside. Uh, they're obviously really, really good. Um, it's just like, dude... <laughs> I know, it's so hard to be hyped for them, but like, I mean, I am hyped for them, but yeah, it's so hard right now. It's the, uh, I joked about this earlier, like, I, I'm a proud global maid, I try and fight the good fight for uh, being on global, <laughs> but this is the one time of the year where I get a little bit sad, because, yeah, god I, damn, I think, these units are so good. <laughs> I think they're very specific units, right? You want to use them on a setup where you're pretty much next to, like, the Dr. Giro in 19, and you have to have a good field of tech orbs. And then, yeah, I know they do change their own orbs to tech. They have a ridiculous active skill. But you're really only using them on a select few teams. And their links are not going to be great with units that are not Android characters. So mm -hmm. they're very tied to like a very specific build of, of characters on their team with them, which is what I don't like. But I think their actual design and um, like how they, how they operate is actually pretty good. I think, you know, they, they did a good job with that. And uh, once you do have them, though, on that specific build that they work well on, like, they're insane. So, you know, uh, when it comes to, like, Android's Extreme Super Battle Road and stuff like that, they're going to absolutely just destroy that. And I think, what is it, like, the, uh, the Joint Forces category Super Battle Road stage should be coming out soon. Like, they'll yep. also destroy that. So, really, any setup where you can run them next to Dr. Jero in 19, they will dominate whatever event that is. But when it comes to just like a normal team and you sit down like let's just say you sit down like you oh you have like 20 minutes of free time oh, i want to play dokkan like are you really going to use the androids probably not you're probably going to use like an actual team that is actually findable on the friends list yeah because that's the thing is uh you know when it comes to these these are definitely the kind of units that they're obviously really really good on the right team and if you're a big fan of the androids which just whether it's the characters or the category themselves then Obviously, the excitement is going to be there for you to try and get them. But this definitely feels like one of those banners that, especially knowing what we know now about what is coming, um, you're free to play or you don't spend a lot. Uh, probably worth saving because, like you said, as great as they are, uh, they're not really on a bunch of teams. And, uh, it's probably safe yep. to mention, though, because Dokkan knows. Dokkan is not dumb. Obviously, yep. global players are sitting here crying. <laughs> And so hey. they're gonna they're gonna make it enticing enough to at least you know put a few stones in. So yeah. I yep. expect there to be at least a peel off scam 
for a ticket pack for maybe like a guaranteed featured for 20 bucks or something. Yep. And then I can also see them doing like a one rotation discount uh-huh. because they, they want people to summon now instead of hoarding all their stones for the, you know, six months down the line, the anniversary yeah. for us. Oh, the shiny so stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a peel off scam and a first round discount, which, you know, is something hey. that you should summon on. Discounts are always good. Uh, I'm going to give a hot take and say that Ooh. no matter what they do, unless they give you a free multi, then you shouldn't sell that on this. <laughs> wow. It's literally not worth a single stone. <sighs> Damn, Gresh. Wow. That's, that being said, I do think I actually am going to summon on them. Yeah, I am. I, I want them. <laughs> I'm, I'm for sure. I mean, I'm a big fan of the androids just like as characters. And I really, I do really like their kit. I'm very, very disappointed in their leader skill, though. I want them to be an Android's lead because I want to run them with under other Androids. I don't want to put them on Future Saga and run them with Goku Black and Zamasu. Like that's just not working for me right now. My <laughs> hope is is that they're using them as a way to build up for the movie celebration and that they could do some really hype Red Ribbon Army category or something that maybe they would fit well with like a Dokkan Fest 21 or whatever they come out with the movie. I'm hoping they would work well there. But I do like them in a package with the EZAs, which I'm sure we're going to talk about in a minute. Yep. But I, I do think they're a really, really good unit. And Probably one of the best active skills in the game, especially in Super Battle Road. You can go in turn one and just delay an enemy out. That's very powerful. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Maybe can finally know item extreme tech. Yeah. <laughs> I think there is a chance that I think there is a chance that since these guys are coming out now, uh, we could potentially see them come back on those uh, superhero banners. Ooh, that's because it that probably will be an Android themed banner. If we're being honest. right, right. Yeah, that could be interesting. So yeah, gonna drop Vegeta and Broly off this banner then so yeah that's the other thing as well we have to consider yeah is the global banner is obviously going to be very different uh chances are super vegeta and in broly will be changed because they were just on the previous banner which is still up right now so um my best guess is they'll just put on the two returning units from the trunks banner which is the uh, agl kid gohan because he hasn't returned on global yet and then physical goten and trunks but obviously Obviously, we have no idea. I mean, they're both very good units, but it's. Uh, yeah, I would definitely take the kid Gohan. I love the kid Gohan, so uh-huh. I would love to get more dupes of him. To be yeah, honest, yeah, mine's fifty-five percent. So yeah, me too. And he performs very well at fifty-five yep. percent. Yeah, same. I only got the one copy and then stopped on his initial banner as well. So definitely yeah. would like him to come back. Uh, also, physical future Gohan is on the androids banner, and he is getting an easy A during the celebration. Um, he becomes very, very strong. Uh, he's actually, I think, the first Dokom Fest exclusive that is easy aing that I don't have all the copies for. So uh, I actually won't be sad to get a couple of copies during my Android summons. Because, yeah, I, I skipped his original banner. And then I think whichever one was the first one he returned on, I didn't really do many summons on. So mine's only got the two dupes. So he's got all of his abilities and everything, but he's not rainbow. But the Android, the easy A's that we know we are getting straight away... Um, which is actually a slight update to the JP schedule. Um, I think there was like a week delay before these came out yep. after the release of the Tech Androids banner. But we are getting the LR Androids EZA, which like a lot of the Extreme Z areas, according to the countdown on the wiki, if it's still accurate, actually comes out a few hours before the banner. So that is something that you can get done if you are waiting to summon. So the friend LR AGL Androids, they get their EZA. They become a pretty crazy extreme support unit. So, Nolar, tell us your thoughts on the Androids EZA. The LR Androids, um, I should say. Yeah, I've only used them a handful of times. If I remember, the biggest thing about them is they're 
really good support units. And the mm -hmm. downside of them is you need them to super first to get that defensive buff. You don't want to put them in slot one. They're, they're more of a slot two floater, whatever, however you want to do it. But, I mean, they hit high numbers for the second LR in the game. Were they the second LR ever in the game? It was Tech, yeah. Goku, then them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and then them, um, yeah. Yeah, so just just purely on nostalgia, that I think they were the first friend summon LR. We were just like, yep. holy crap, mm -hmm. we can summon, use your friend summons for something for once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the biggest thing I remembered, uh, the, the only downside was that you just, they get everything upon supering, right? Yep. Um, it, that's the, the only bad thing. But if you need key and defensive support, you can just throw them on there just to rotate. In, uh, off rotation, I should say. And... Uh, the only thing is, like, super class enemies minus 76% or 78% on defense. Does it really do anything? <laughs> you, like, you know? It does, it does a little bit, I guess. But it makes <laughs> counter units a little better. Uh, I guess there's that. I mean, I, and I guess it fulfills a condition for those people to, like, oh, unless if they're debuffed, they do yeah, extra true. damage or, you know, whatever. So it does do that, but yep. I would rather have super class enemies attack minus 78%. That would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that would be, yeah. <laughs> be pretty nice, yeah, for uh, season <laughs> So, I, I mean, wouldn't break that the would, game at all. Yeah, that, that'll guarantee that they'll be used quite yeah, often. Yeah, just, you, you just know use I mean? them on rotation with STR and Mega Shenron, and there you go. Just don't take any yep. damage. Because, yeah, they, uh, one, they, one damage. they suffer from the same down, one of the same downsides as the tech androids, like Goresh was saying, is obviously they're not on a huge amount of categories, but after their EZA, they are basically like the extreme version of the Saiyaman 1 and 2. So any of those teams that they are on, if you're building those, they're basically like a must-have support unit. And they're a free-to-play unit, so definitely worthwhile investing in. And then, of course, we have two other EZAs that are going live at the same time as the banner is released, which is the AGL uh, Trenchcoat 17, I've always called them, and then the Hellfire 17. Because for some reason, they never made a distinguishing thing in the name that he's like GT17 for the... AGL one. Yeah. So he is just called Android 17, which does mean he technically has a farmable super attack. But yeah, those two EZAs come out and uh, they are both very, very good as well. So Goresh, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about their EZA? Sorry, I attribute that. I was looking at something. <laughs> the EZA for the AGL 17 and the Hellfire 17. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those guys. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're absurd. I mean, uh, they're clearly meant to... Um, well, actually, it's funny because I think they're meant to buff um, the LR Super 17. Yep. Um, yeah. But the thing with that is LR Super 17 is a movie... Or not movie. A GT Bosses leader. When those characters aren't on the GT bosses category, right? The the EZA seventeen, both the yep. EZA seventeens, but well, you're Super supposed to run leads Android too, right? So. Well, yeah, yeah. I was going to say you're supposed to run them on the Android team together. Um, yep. So I mean, I believe they fulfill the condition uh, for se Super Seventeen. Yeah, yeah, for right. Super Seventeen to get all this passive and stuff like that. Yeah, because so are I mean, it makes yeah, it makes LR Super Seventeen look way better. But they themselves, the EZA seventeens. <laughs> are like one of the best like android rotations to have them both together on a rotation and they're just like destroying everything right yeah um, yep. i think i think it's the uh intel fighter 17 is the one that has like 350k plus defense or something like that yep. and then the agl 17 is doing like 5 million attack stats so yeah they work and they're, and they're support units by the way they're not, they're not even like yep. you know supposed to be like doing that so yeah they so, support each yeah. other the int one can stun which is always nice for super battle road as well so i know androids yeah. esbr is one of the ones that people found the most difficult when those stages came out for global so yeah these guys 
definitely a huge help. And if you haven't done it already uh, for Global, uh, obviously sat around waiting for things to happen while JP has the anniversary, if you need something to uh, spend your stamina on, they are sub-EZAs from the Super 17 EZA. They use his medals for their Extreme Z Awakening. And that EZA is up at the moment. So you can actually get the medals for them now. And then as soon as the EZA goes live in the game, uh, you can just EZA them straight away. So I've done that. I've got them link leveled, ready to go. Same with the LRs. So definitely started. looking for... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, oh that's the one, that's the one, 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 well, I say the one, that's one of the advantages to JP, <laughs> knowing the, uh, knowing which EZAs are going to be coming. So, you know, which units to start link leveling. So, uh, they are yeah. farming something to else. To I just mentioned got Xeno, Goku and Vegeta done. They took forever. <laughs> <laughs> what you say, something else just to mention, uh, real quick about, uh, what you, what you just said, like global having an advantage of knowing what's coming. Uh-huh. Is right now for global, it I believe it still only costs one stone to redo the hidden potential for units. So yep. for characters that get EZAs, like let's just say for the anniversary, like Tech Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta gets an EZA and it changes the way you want to build him. I would actually just recommend on global right now that you change that hidden potential for him. Because mm. if you know what this kit's gonna be, then you can just, you know, take advantage of the lower cost right now. True. Yeah, have you uh, have you taken advantage of that much? I haven't yet, but I'm literally just going to sit down one day, go through every single unit in my box, and change stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I so, meant to make a list I of wish. ones that I knew I wanted to change, and of course didn't. Yeah, so now exactly. I'm struggling to remember which ones they are. Um, <clears throat> the one that well, I did remember dude. to do was Xeno Goku, because obviously before they got their awakenings to Super Saiyan, he didn't stack defense, so I gave him loads of dodge, yep. and uh, <laughs> now he does, so I had to change all Some of those to ones. additional. Some big ones are the fusion units because a lot of them are Dokkan Awakening, right? Mm, true. So for like for like Kuliza, like uh, I think I don't have him with like any additional when like you clearly want. Yeah, I think I now. gave mine mostly crit because he didn't really need it before. Yeah, now exactly. Yeah, does. so I think those are big ones and like true. A lot of these EZAs, like again, the we just talked about the seventeens EZA. Yep. Again, I think they are good candidates. Yeah. Yeah, mine had a bunch of dodge, so change those to additional. So yeah, that is definitely something worth keeping in mind because that goes... Actually, doesn't that end... It ends soon, I think, when the... Because it's part of the, like, grace period version of the release of version Z. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. that might actually end on Monday when the Androids comes out. Not 100% yeah, and one, sure. so. one thing I wanted to throw in on that is just for people that have, like, older units, I know for me personally... I had the general rule kind of with support units was you just give them all dodge because yep. they weren't good defensively, but in old school, uh, you know, Dokkan, that was fine. And then back in the day, it was like you put crit on everything, like everything's crit, 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 crit. Now, these days, I want to put more combo attack on everything because so many yep. units have better super attack effects that you want to get those additionals off. So I find myself looking at these old units that are like 20 crit and I want to go additional. Or I've got all these support units that are full dodge and now I want to give them additional, right? So mm-hmm. if you're someone that's just trying to look at units, look at your old support units, look at units like that. Um, but that's definitely what I'm going to do is uh, fix a bunch of those. Yeah, my yep. tech base Vegito had full dodge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I think my uh, the other one that I remember to ch- actually did remember to change was the uh, Supreme Kai of Time because before she got her awakening, she didn't have any sort of defense. So I basically made her full dodge, and then they awakened her, gave her the massively raises defense on super attack. But because she's not been featured on a hero's banner since then, it's not like you could just pull a ton of extra copies of her to use to change her paths. So yeah, that's another good one to uh, fix as well. 
So yeah, make sure you take advantage of that. Like I say, that might actually end when the Android stuff comes out. So if that's something you needed to do and forgot, then now's your chance. Um, so yeah, those EZAs are the ones that come up with the release of the Androids. We also have a new Super Battle Road stage. This is Global catching up to JP with this new meta that they release a stage uh, more often than waiting like six months to then drop 10 stages. So um, Goresh, obviously this has been out on JP for a while, now is coming to Global. What are your thoughts on them doing the release of Super Battle Road stages like this now compared to the batches of 10? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before. I think it's overall a better way to do it. Um, I mean, there's pros and cons, right? You lose, like, the excitement of them releasing 10 new stages at once. You know, you go on YouTube, you watch a, you know, your favorite content creators doing the 10 stages, getting one shot. It's fun. <laughs> but I think in terms of, like, actual pacing and content, like, this is a better way to do it because you get a more steady flow of this instead of just waiting and waiting and waiting. And, we, you know, it's always been a meme on Global. Oh, like, oh, yeah. the Super Bad Road stage is coming out. Now, <laughs> now it's not going to be as bad. So I, I think it's better. Yeah, I like the 10. So the 10 at once obviously has its advantage in terms of like the rewards, because obviously the way we're seeing it with JP, instead of getting the copies of an LR, uh, you're getting the fragments of a support memory. And we know that the support memory that you will finally get is very, very good because it's the uh, permanent boost one, like the Zeno, 10% uh, attack and defense for Goku family, um, which is a pretty good category. Uh, in the game yeah because, uh, yep. so uh when it's that's pretty funny, mid, actually <laughs> i mean you think about even now like these new units that have come out even though they're obviously not on goku family because they have vegeta as well but think about when you build those teams how many of the units on those teams are going to be goku family units and then you can just throw this support memory on a permanent 10 percent attack and defense buff so it's a little bit disappointing that you have to wait until all these stages are eventually out to complete it. But like Goresh said, it's sometimes it feels better to have that steady drip of content rather than having yeah. those odd filler celebrations where you don't get like a new stage of anything. You just get a new banner, some sales, a battlefield refresh, and then maybe an infinite Dragon Ball history stage. So having another super, would... new Super Barrow stage is nice. The way I would look at it is um, as soon as we get the 10th Super Battle Road stage to come out, that's when all the stages would be releasing normally, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the best way to look at it. Yeah, exactly. So you've at least gotten to do them now. Any of the ones that you uh, struggle with, you know that that's kind of a team you have to focus on. Rather than all 10 coming out at once and suddenly you realize that like six of them, you don't have teams that are ready and good enough to uh, use them for. So definitely uh, very good. And the first one, of course, the one that is coming out is Namek Saga. So for the JP players, um, did you have any trouble with this one? Um, we've already talked about how crazy good that team is. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, I'll have to say it's full power freezer. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, because didn't they make? Isn't the final enemy yeah, he's, in the he's stage STR? STR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, genius. Giga brain play there from uh, the stage yeah, designer. Dude, Type the, disadvantage uh, to possibly the best, well, the previous potentially best unit in the game. The last fight <laughs> in Transformation Boost Extreme Street Battle Road is STR Gohan. My Frieza one-shot him. <laughs> yeah. Man. Wow. Just 24 key with the third form Frieza next to him, and he's pretty much gone. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah. is going to be wild. So... Definitely going to be fun. Uh, obviously, if you don't have full power freezer, uh, Namek Saga still has a lot of very powerful options. Uh, all, of course, like the Ginyu Force EZAs are all pretty crazy. Um, Tech Piccolo. So, 
Oh, yeah, Tech Piccolo, well, everyone's favorite of the side banner units. Yeah. Well, don't remember. Don't forget that Goku guaranteed crits against Freezes. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. true. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, should be a pretty straightforward one. Um, definitely exciting to. I'm definitely excited to try out the No Arms run for that one. Obviously, I've got full power Freezer, so I don't imagine it's gonna be too difficult, but definitely gonna be fun. Um, wait, did they fix the bug where? Frieza and Goku. Um, oh, I don't think they have one supers actually. <laughs> yeah, no, they haven't. Yeah, so have fun, boys. Have some fun. Well, yeah, that's gonna be good. So, uh, yeah, full power Frieza supremacy. Um, yeah, full power Frieza needed the buff. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, he needed to put out just that little bit of extra damage. So. Yeah, he needed he needed a counter with the twelve key super. That's <laughs> six million attacks. <laughs> yeah, a counter that's just another super that makes him stack. Yeah, that's good. yeah, yeah. He yeah, needed it. He needed that's, it badly. It's pretty. It's pretty good. So, uh, so yeah, there's there's some there's some interesting stuff coming out of global. Obviously, you know, joking aside, it does obviously pale in comparison to the anniversary, but. It's nice. Uh, a lot of these units are things that people have been looking forward to. Um, there have there was the discussion before we got into the anniversary uh, stuff of the androids potentially being the best TUR. So I know some people are excited, but for most people, this is going to be the time to hunker down and start saving. Uh, it's going to be good, good few new events for you to sink your teeth into, get some extra stones and obviously there's plenty more easy a's and stuff coming we have all the fusions uh stuff coming up very soon but since those will be basically coming out by next week's episode we'll talk more about those next week so uh because you know we'll still be in the middle of the anniversary but we gotta have uh some global stuff to uh to talk about i guess so <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to go ahead and go off for our short break if you guys want to leave a few questions in the chat uh, we'll go through a couple of those when we get back and uh yeah so we will be back very soon okay guys so we are back uh i picked out a couple of questions from the chat so we are going to go through these now um so we did talk a lot about the leader skills i thought this would be an interesting one for discussion so um there was a secondary part to this question but i, I feel like this first part is long enough so with the way that the leader skills are now uh formatted for these new lrs uh the question was what triple leader skill combos would you like to see in the future so obviously the two main ones and then the sort of secondary buff like come is for the new ones so goresh what what combos would you like to see so for me uh one that comes to mind right away uh is the gt bosses being the main leader skill so like a 170 across the board lead for gt bosses and then the sub leader skill could be like uh, inhuman deeds because if you think about it all the main gt bosses baby super 17 and omega they're all on inhuman deeds <laughs> so you could actually make a full like you know gt bosses team with the three main gt you know villains on there yeah. that all have the full leader skill and i was actually thinking about this too um i've seen a lot of people saying like oh the power beyond super saiyan category invalidates a lot of these other categories well actually this new leader skill mechanic really makes it so that these sub leader skills actually have a lot of value now right so even mm. though you know, every Super Saiyan 3 character is on this leader skill. You could do a leader skill in the future where you have power beyond Super Saiyan, and then the sub-leader skill is Super Saiyan 3, right? Mm. So then it gives actual value to the Super Saiyan 3 category as a sub-leader skill where you can get the extra bonus if you're on both of those categories. 
Yeah, that's actually a really good example because Super Saiyan 3 is one that probably needs a new leader until Bardock gets his easy A. So that's something that definitely could be very interesting. Um, Nola, what's a combination that you would like to see? Um, nothing in particular I want to see, but some stuff that could be easily done is like androids and target Goku, right? As um, secondary parts. But the one thing I wanted to add to this was that right now we just have a HP attack and defense as a bonus for the secondary portion. What if they did a secondary portion um, boosted for the potential system? So Whoa. if you had Goku's family and Kamehameha, they get another 10% chance to do an additional attack, right? If they are, they're both under that. Or maybe crit or dodge or anything else, you know, something something really unique, especially when you have like a smaller subcategory to run underneath it. Mm. Um, so like giant eight power, right? So you could do G movie hero, um, GT heroes with giant eight power. So it's very small, but you could do something really crazy with that where boost their chances by another 10% to counter super attack or something like that. I, I want to see something unique like that in the game to give me, you know, different team building options. And again, for Dokkan, that's primarily the fun part for me. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I, just, I just think the biggest takeaway from this like leader skill mechanic is that these categories that are quote unquote irrelevant now like honestly you could even argue that like the fusion category is irrelevant now you could argue the patara category is relevant now because we have the category that has both them together um so they could do a leader skill that is the yeah. you know i think i think the actual translation that i went with is fuse slash patara warriors that's the main leader skill and then the sub leader skill is fusion Right, so you you primarily want your team to be a fusion team, um, but you can put Patara char characters on there, but they're not going to be getting the extra bonus, right? Yeah. So you can do stuff like that to make those categories relevant. Uh -huh. And yeah, like Nolar said, even the introduction of um, the abilities rather than just the extra stats would be super cool. Because like you said, um, well, I think Nolar said that one, but you could have androids and something else, and then the subcategory be target Goku, which a lot of the androids are, but have the secondary part be like target Goku units, medium chance to crit or something. So, something like yeah. that definitely could be very interesting. Uh, Joker, are there any combos that you can think of off the top of your head you'd like to see? I'm gonna yeah, go one. Oh, sorry, sorry, that was you, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can go first if you want. Uh, yeah, sure, I can go. It doesn't matter. Um, so one I was just thinking of in between was I think it would be cool to do Universal Survival Saga, but then maybe have three sub-leader skills. So the Universe Survival Saga would be the 170, and then you could do a separate one for Universe 6, Universe 11, Universe 7. Give them all the 30% buff, but then maybe Universe 6 gets 6% dodge, Universe 11 gets 11% crit, E7 Ooh. gets 7% chance to do additional. And then, you, because Universal Survival Saga encompasses so much, but then you could like focus in on these specific, you know, universe mm. teams, which could be kind of cool. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. And uh, Joker, what about you? I was going to go super basic and just everyone's power fantasy of combining Goku and Vegeta's family. And then the subcategory would be pure Saiyans. <laughs> yeah, that would be, uh, that'd be, that would be a pretty good team, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be very but I good. I like what the GT uh, trunks and Goten do with a, though they're 40% supports for both Vegeta and Goku family. So maybe if they drop another, you know, duo unit that is a both like, both family lead or something, then you could do even more with that. I don't know if they would actually do that. Mm. But. All right. So man. I will 
move on to the next question here. I'm going to aim this one at Goresh to start with because it is kind of about the state of global. Um, and I guess this is probably based around the fact that obviously JP is having the most type celebration of it, its year. Um, but somebody asks, do you think global would be better off if they released the Super Saiyan 2 Goku and Boo Dokkan Fest now instead of the tech androids? <clears throat> Uh, yes, I do think that would be better for global. Um, but you know, they like to stick to their schedule and go through the, you know, semi set in stone, uh, plan that they have, uh, in terms of when those units are going to come out, I guess it would be similar to last year. When was that? Like April or something like that? Like the beginning of April. And then we had the, the, like the combined golden week stuff at the end of April. Cause remember we are still going to get the move. I assume we're going to get the movie stuff at the same time on both versions yeah. this year, yeah. which would be the end of April. Um, so that's, I mean, I, I assume we're just going to go from that dual Dokkan Fest into the next dual Dokkan Fest, yeah, which should be the movie stuff. I was going to say, the, so. the schedule for Global is kind of tricky at the moment, especially yeah. if, uh, even if you're not someone but, who's now fully dedicated to uh, saving for the anniversary, there's a lot of crazy stuff that's going to come out in a very short amount of time, potentially. Yeah, but I assume that they do that on purpose, right? They want yep. you to summon oh, yeah, the Goku yeah. and Boo, and then you know the end of April is going to be like you know whoever the main big villain of the movie is. I don't know, like Android ninety or whatever the whatever the hell it's going to be. Um, versus <laughs> like Cell. Ultimate Gohan two or something like that. <laughs> so that will be the Dodo Confess for like uh, the Golden Week celebration for both versions. But for the Goku and Boo stuff, I think it would be better off right now for us as players yep. on Global like right now. But they clearly want to save it for right before that because they know people are going to summon on that. Yeah, exactly. So the final one here, uh, we'll keep this fairly short because we could speculate about this for a long time. But obviously, as is always the way with the community, we've uh, just started a big celebration, but eyes are drifting forwards already. And we have here, who do you think is going to be the Saiyan Day main <laughs> character or theme? <laughs> so Nala, oh. do you have any thoughts? Uh, yeah, Team Bardock, uh, just straight up. <laughs> <laughs> But you can, um, your account, they release a new Dokkan Fest Team Bardock, but you, your account will only ever be allowed to pull three copies of them so they can be at 79% yes, exactly. like the LR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I honestly think it should be God Goku. Um, just uh, Dokkan Fest exclusive God Goku. We've been wanting one for a long time. Um, we're kind of teased right now with you know God Goku and God Vegeta together, uh, but that's probably where I would want to go. Um, don't know if that's where they will go, but yeah. Uh, Goresh, any thoughts? I would go with a Wrath of the Dragon, Dragon Fist Goku. Ooh. Something to do with that. Maybe if it's like an exchange character or something. Because uh, I would assume they would also then EZA the tech the Super Saiyan 3 Goku. Yep. So I guess I yeah. wouldn't want just another Goku, like standalone Super Saiyan 3 Goku. Maybe it could be, I don't know, like everyone died, like got destroyed by Harutagarn in like one hit. So I don't know, just maybe make like a... <laughs> LR, like Z fighter, like because Vegeta got one shot, Gohan got one shot, Gotenks got one shot, and then Goku just comes in and one shot through with his yeah, dragon. It fist. could be a Goku so maybe that they goes get... from either base or Super Saiyan to Super Saiyan 3, I guess. Well, I was just thinking of like they could do like uh, LR, Gohan, Gotenks, and Vegeta or something. Ooh. And then they could like exchange into Goku, who just dragon fists. Yeah. And see, the great thing is with the new categories that we're getting with these leads, um, you know, they, they would be almost a bit of a nightmare for some of the existing categories. But because of all the different forms that those characters use, that team would be on beyond that unit would be on beyond Super Saiyans, which is a pretty crazy team already. So that would definitely be good. Uh, Joe Wags, what do you think? 
Um, I'm thinking if it doesn't happen during the anniversary, I would like to see a standalone full power Broly from the Dragon Ball Super uh, movie mm. or possibly um, some new Saiyan unit from the new movie that we haven't seen yet or some version of a Saiyan that we haven't seen yet from the new movie. Yeah, because we know from the brief like frame that he's in in the trailer that Broly is back. So obviously yeah. that's something that they will eventually do as a future unit is the new movie version of Broly. So yeah, that'd be cool. And then Joker, do you have any thoughts? I would... I mean, I can as, probably assume that we'll probably get a Vegito for Tanabata, more than likely. But... I think for Saiyan Day, I'd like to see a Resurrection F Vegeta, like a blue Vegeta. Yeah, that would be cool. Give him some version of the active sp- uh, active skill of his speech against Frieza. Cause, uh, yeah, and then him just transforming that in the game. Like, yeah, Frieza the whole, like, I've been a Super Saiyan for years thing, like that, that whole speech. No, nah, it's going to be a support awesome. memory. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> please, no. Why would you put that in the universe? <laughs> Um, you know that's how it's gonna work yeah i'm definitely i think a god goku would be cool i don't know if it makes it less likely that we just got a god goku with god vegeta because obviously they would go together very well but i've said it multiple times when speculating about future events i want to see the uh voiced active skill version of that you don't you will not destroy my world theme uh scene that'd be amazing so but yeah obviously that's all up in the air a little bit of a ways away uh the main focus is on the anniversary so yeah it goes on for quite a long time a couple of things peppered here and there for global to keep us busy but obviously the main hype for the next few weeks is the anniversary so that is gonna wrap it up for today's episode episode 67 the new era begins i have been your host damas Ningen. Big thank you to all of my guests, Nolar, Goresh, Joe, and Joker. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope you are enjoying the anniversary so far. And uh, that is going to wrap it up for all of us here this week. We'll be back to our usual time of Saturday for next week. Uh, If you did join late, the episode, of course, will be going up onto the YouTube channel. So make sure to check that out. And we will see you all next time. Peace out. See ya.